Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards Football. If you like the video, please come in and share it this morning. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. And today, our Legends video is Kundrich Holloway, quarterback of the University of Tennessee. If you like the video, please come in and share it. I'd like to give special thanks to my producing team and my team here at One of Yachts Football. First of all, to Mr. Jeremiah Long. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wouldn't be for him. My man out of Brooklyn, New York, Mr. Ronnie Keebler, thank you. My man, 1981, first-round draft choice, the Atlanta Falcons, 25th overall out of Florida State University, Mr. Bobby Butler, thank you. To Mr. Logan Landers, thank you. And to Mr. Mar Denham, thank you for all your wisdom, your blessings. Thank you, sir, here on 100 Yards Football. So let me get it started this morning. Everyone that's been watching 100 Yards Football over the last four years know that I'm a very proud guy out of the state of Tennessee, and I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, the 901. And there's two, three sports teams that I like. That's the Tennessee Volunteers in football, the Dallas Cowboys in football on the NFL side, and the University of Memphis Tigers on the college basketball side. So going back to 1972, I was a seventh grader at Longview Elementary. And South Memphis, big-time college football fan, big-time Tennessee fan. And this gentleman right here changed my life as far as the Southeastern Conference football because he became the first African-American to start a game. And one thing about Kundrich Holloway, he set the tone for all the players that you see right now that came after him. I'm not talking about right now on the stage right now. I'm going to get to certain players right now. But think about him becoming an African-American quarterback in 1972 at the University of Tennessee. Think about who followed him. Thomas Lott at Oklahoma. Hello, Reggie Cardi at Southern Miss. Hello, Walter Lewis at Alabama. Hello, Doug Williams at Grambling. Hello, Terry LeCount, University of Florida. Hello. Carl Olis Trimble at LSU. Hello. Van Heflin at Vanderbilt University. Hello. Don Gaffney, the University of Florida Gators. Hello. Anthony Flagon at the University of Georgia. J.C. Watts, Boomer, Summa, University of Oklahoma, Thomas Lott, and Vince Evans, USC. Think about all those gentlemen that followed this gentleman. But the story with Condi Holloway is that he was born on January 24th, 1954, to a beautiful mother, Dorothy, and to an outstanding man, Kundrich Singh. And a little about, about Kundrich Holloway that we have to understand here is that he already had a big heart. He already knew he was going to be a transcendent because his mother became the first black employee at NASA in Huntsville, Alabama. But the story I liked about Condridge Holloway, he was a superb athlete in high school. He really wanted to go to Alabama to play quarterback. The school at the time that was really, really at another level. They were the Southeastern Conference brainstorm of college football. And the funny thing about it, Bear Bryant 
told him, man, I would love to have you, but the state of Alabama is not ready for this, for an African-American to be the starting quarterback. But you could come to Alabama and play cornerback. You can come to Alabama and play running back. And think about this, George Wallace, former governor. I don't have to go through the history. Back in 1964, 65, you know the state of Alabama. You, you know what was going on then was Carl and Condrich Holloway. We'd love for you to come play in Alabama. Segregation not, segregation not forever. But Condrich Holloway was so firm that he was going to play quarterback. And the University of Tennessee under Bill Battle gave him that opportunity. Think about it, Bill Battle was a star in on Alabama's first national championship team in 1961 with Pat Trample under the center. But the thing that intrigued me the most, that as a 12-year-old, looking at Condrich Holloway, coming to the University of Tennessee, this man was the first dual athlete that we talk about now, the Michael Vicks, the Lamar Jacksons, the Cam Newtons. I want people to listen on this video, what I'm finna say. In my opinion, he's one of the greatest athletes that's ever came out of the high school system in any world in the United States. I'm talking about Texas, California, New York. I want you to hear this to my fans out here in one of yards football. This young man was drafted in the first round of the Montreal Espos as a shortstop, first round. High school All-American, a quarterback in Huntsville, Alabama. First team, basketball, John Wooden, UCLA, what's calling him? Bill Walton, Henry Bippy, Lou Alcindor, known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This young man was a three-sport athlete. I'm going to say it one more time. When he came out of high school, 1972 was the first-round draft pick of the Montreal Expos shortstop. And John Wooden wanted him as a point guard at UCLA. But he committed to the University of Tennessee. And I remember that first year was his most outstanding year. National television, high ironic. I'm broadcasting live out of Douglasville, Georgia, which is 30 minutes up the road from downtown Atlanta and Grant Field at Georgia Tech University. Condridge Holloway first game. I remember he threw, I think, an out. And Randy Ringo, Georgia Tech defensive back, picked it off and I think ran 50-some yards. And I mean, Condridge ran them down. And I remember the commentator said, oh, he might not be as good. He might not be this. He might not be that. You know, the Bloomberg start coming out. You start hearing the negativity coming through the microphones. But this young man playing at a school in my home state led Tennessee back to a 30-43 win over national, on national television versus Georgia Tech. 
and the legacy was born. Tennessee went two, 10 and 2 that year. But what I thought about it more is that that first year I saw a young man that just had took the state by storm and put the University of Tennessee on another level. And you think about the players that played with him in Tennessee, Larry Severs, Handel Stanback, Eddie Brown, Conrad Graham, Art Reynolds. And you think about Tennessee, those three years there, every preseason, the hype around the Big Orange program was just unbelievable. And see, Memphis, Tennessee is the largest, it's the largest alumni base in the state of Tennessee for the University of Tennessee. But what I took from him, it was some special moments. First year, sophomore year, that Tennessee team going 10 and 2 and beating LSU in the Blue Bonnet Ball and beat Conrad Holloway beating Burt Jones. Then coming back his junior year, we went eight and four, his best year statistically, where he had 10 touchdowns, throwing the ball in and had three on the ground. But I remember leading Tennessee to a number two ranking and playing Alabama in October on a national television game at 1130 a.m. Central Standard Time. And leading Tennessee to a 21-21 tie going to the fourth quarter. But that Alabama team exploded for 21 straight points. And beating Alabama and losing Alabama 42 to 21. But I remember him in his junior year leading Tennessee undefeated. Tennessee went eight and four that year. And then coming back to his senior, he had injuries. They went seven, three, and two. But he playing his final game with that Liberty Ball. And leading Tennessee over Maryland and the Maryland team, they had an outstanding D tackle by the name of Randy White. I think everybody knows Randy White went on and had a great career, Hall of Famer with the Dallas Cowboys. But what I admire about Coach Holloway was his senior year. He had a shoulder injury, had knee injuries, and Tennessee lost their first three out of four games and tied one. And I think about how he came under so much criticism and what he had to endure. The same people that was cheering him at Tennessee was throwing him under the bus, saying things that you wouldn't even imagine. But he still rebounded and led that Tennessee team to a 7-3-2 record. But what he done, he was a pallbearer for what was going to happen next. After he finished at Tennessee, the NFL showed him no respect. The New England Patriots drafted him in the 12th round as a, I believe, wide receiver. No, excuse me, I think it's a defensive back. But he went over to the Canadian Football League and won two great cups, one with Ottawa and one with Montreal. But the thing that I like about Connie Holloway is the trendsetter that he set. And think about this. Going back to 2022, last season, there was eight African-American quarterbacks that started in the Southeastern Conference. Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, Spencer Rattler, K.G. Jefferson, Jalen Daniels, Anthony Richardson, Robbie Ashford, and Mike Wright. And then I want to throw some other special players in there. Eddie McShane at Georgia Tech, Melvin Barkham at Mississippi State, and Freddie Summers, who became the first African-American quarterback to start in the South at Wake Forest. And I think about 
all those players I just mentioned that started games in the SEC, this young man set the tone for a lot of great players at that position. The Michael Vicks, the Lamar Jacksons, and the Camion Newmans now in the NFL, the Donovan McNabbs. And now the young man is at the top of the heat, Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech, guns up, Kansas City Chiefs. See, there are special people that come into this world that make things happen. And they do it so much in a quiet way. They don't have to say much by their actions. Paul Robeson, Kenny Washington, Muhammad Ali, he was he had actions though. John Carlos and Tommy Smith. Well, we need to we need to put Condridge Holloway at that top of the platform. One of my all-time favorite players, even though he didn't win a national championship. But when he became the first-time quarterback, African-American quarterback in the Southeastern Conference, my whole life changed. I looked at the game differently. And I said to myself, the game is going to change, especially at that position, because of the speed and ability to make plays. And in 1972 was so much of a special year. The Oakland Athletics won the World Series. Gene Tennis, Reggie Jackson, Sal Bando, John Blue Moon Odom, Vital Blue, Raleigh Fingers, Catfish Hunter, and Dick Williams. Then the USC Trojans became the most outstanding college football team of all time at that time. Bam Cunningham, Anthony Davis, Lynn Swan, Mike Ray, John Grant. Unbelievable, man. Then the 72 UCLA Bruins, the redhead out of San Diego, Bill Walton, Henry Bibby. Help me, God. Keith Wilkes. And this gentleman came on the scene and saying, yeah, they did. And think about some TV shows that previewed that year. Kung Fu with David Carradine was my favorite show. And the great Flip Wilson. This young man at 18 years old stepped on the hill in Knoxville, Tennessee, the 865, and changed the course of college football and changed the course in the Southeastern Conference. What a day. And the young man is doing great things at the University of Tennessee, and you'll never heard, you never hear about it. I have a lot of respect for Connor Holloway, for what he believed in. He really wants to go to the University of Alabama, but that's not that wasn't going to happen there at that time. But he made an impact by going to my school, the University of Tennessee. Thank you to Mr. Cundridge Holloway. And when I see about him and I think about him, I think about so many great memories of 72, man. Al Green, let's stay together. Oh my God. Just so many, so many great moments. But the thing I remember the most about Cundridge Holloway that he done for college football, especially the Southeastern Conference, Brothers Johnson, gonna stop all night 
in the neighborhood and said, oh, all right, we're going to stop. Conridge Holloway stumped all the way through the Southeastern Conference and made a platform for all the great African-American quarterbacks that followed him. One more time, eight quarterbacks started in 2022 in the Southeastern Conference. If you like the video today, please come in and share. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Jeremiah Long. I'm going to say it for the 100th time. Thank you, brother. I'm having fun and I'm living a dream. Thank you to my man, Mr. Ronnie Keebler, BK, Brooklyn, New York. Thank you to Mr. Bobby Butler, first round draft choice, 1981 NFL draft, 25th overall by the Atlanta Falcons. He started the tradition of at Florida State University. To Mr. Logan Landis, thank you so much. And to your guidance and wisdom, thank you, Mr. Mark Denham. Lufkin, Texas in the house this morning. And to my hometown, and to my family in Memphis, Tennessee. To my family in Chicago, Illinois. To my family in Nashville, Tennessee. It's party time. As the great John Ward, as I end this video today, it's football time in the state of Tennessee. Y'all be blessed here on 100 Yards of Football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.